0: Yeah, there
1: we go you ain't got no freestyle teeth
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: all right, here we go oh. so this, uh here we go here we rainy, go
0: uh uh again oh. in juneteenth okay um that's oh, all i got. You no know, that's it <laughs> i had oh, like, a little, I had, I had a little black man wrap in my hair but it just didn't yeah. come out yeah shout out to the to the to all the brothers <laughs> all right
1: okay that's cool then that's cool that's go. cool so we, we, uh, we, uh, another week we back. What's this episode 43? Yeah, 43 43. Mm-hmm. 43. I'm trying to think, tease who's 43? Uh, uh, athlete, football, basketball. Who's 43? Tease, I can't think of nobody right off the dome right now.
0: I can't, that's your job.
1: 43 is like an odd number, it's like an odd number. I don't know anybody that has 43. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forty-two was yeah,
0: easy 42 was easy. we knew that was gonna be jackie robinson so i'm gonna just throw
1: this out there and, and the listeners subscribers if i'm wrong comment let me know number 43 philadelphia 76ers back in the day late 80s early 90s armand gilliam i'm just gonna throw that out there
0: okay we'll we'll, we'll
1: have somebody fact check So somebody in fact somebody who's an nba head like me they'll be like they'll tell me if it's right or wrong but uh but we back yeah. um you know, again, once again, we're back on another day and it's uh hell outside, Tees. Just like we talked <laughs> about last week. It was hell as hell last it's week. Giving hell again. It's
0: definitely hell giving again.
1: hell. It's giving global <laughs> <the> warming. <laughs> so I'm uh I'm Coach Mo. We got Tees. Yeah. Um, this gonna be a this should be a nice episode tonight. I think I think people are gonna enjoy this. Um I think this is gonna be an episode for both men and women. Yeah, uh, we're gonna learn something tonight. We're gonna learn something. Oh, and um, and on
0: hopefully, tonight <laughs> yeah so it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a good episode yeah so before I before we go in as, as y'all can see we do have a guest uh, Mr Mike Williams um which I'm sorry y'all from a little horse I was uh had a busy weekend um uh actually singing I can't sing but I was actually singing so. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm a little horse I was singing all weekend but yeah, um man. Yeah, but we got we got a special guest, Mr. Mike Williams, Chef Mike. So, um before we get to interviewing him, I'm going to give him a second to kind of like introduce himself. Talk tell our listeners, our watchers a little bit about yourself, Mike.
2: What's up, y'all? So, my name is Mike Williams. I'm at Instagram at underscore mike made it. I'm originally from Chicago, uh born and raised West Side.
3: West Side.
2: Uh, right? No, no. <laughs> We got some nerd with some White Sox hats on, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, West Side. uh, I'm in Atlanta now. I've been in Atlanta, uh, man, since 2008 and, um, yeah, over the past few years, I've been doing my thing, um, in the culinary world, uh, positioning and trying to, you know, transition from being an architect. So my training and my degree is in architecture. So I'm trying mm-hmm. try to pivot and transition out of that and go into the culinary world and the culinary side of things. So we'll talk a little bit about that stuff, uh. I'm also a musician as well. A lot of people in Chicago know me as a musician. Um that's I know, so- Mike the Musician. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I, do, I do a little little bit of everything, but for me, it's like I find that all of my gifts and talents are kind of based around the arts and creativity. So, um, yeah, so that's what's up, man. I am old and <laughs> tell about the grades coming in. <laughs> I got uh, my son. So uh, my son just made 22 last uh He's a millennium baby, so he uh, he goes with the with the year. He just made twenty two last month, so um, yeah, I celebrated father's day yesterday shout out to all the fathers happy father's day and um yeah man so i'm just here to have a good time on the on the pod with you guys you know let's uh have a good convo good dialogue you know for sure for sure yeah. we
0: thank you for coming for sure um so let's just get right to it so like i said i know mike the musician for as long as i known you had mm-hmm. no idea that you were a chef so when did that whole chef mike how did that how did that start
2: yeah, because as for as long as you've known me, I wasn't. I wasn't you know. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: um,
2: that's kind of what it is. But nah, um, it started like I've always been around like good food, like my my family, everybody from my, my grandparents to my dad, my mom, you know, just all good, you know, uh, great cooks. Like my grandmother's house was like the house that people would save for like the their last stop of the day. Like after they okay. spend a the day with their family and they do mm-hmm. all that stuff. they like, but we got to go buy sister real quick because you know, you already knew what time it was. Um. So yeah, so I've just always been around good food and I think that's kind of how like my palate developed. Okay. Um one of the main things, you know, with food is like, you know, being able to season it. You know, you got to have that that spice right. So um mm-hmm. yeah, I think that uh I've always been around it. So when I moved here in 08, I wanted to open a, a restaurant initially, then I want to do like a Chicago style restaurant. Okay. Um and so I had done a whole business plan and all that stuff, but at the time I was still really heavy into music. And um I was like, well, am I ready to commit the amount of time it's going to take for me to really get, the, you know, get the restaurant business and all that stuff off the ground? I was like, yeah, nah, I don't know if I want to do it right now. So I kind of put that on the back burner. And I said, well, I'll stick for music now and I'll return to the the culinary side of things later in life. So mm-hmm. now is later in life. And so really, uh, you know, trying to make this thing happen, pushing and, you know, making some moves. So, see, so yeah, I go.
0: So, 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 so is that something that you want to do? Like, do you want to be like full-time chef or? Yeah. I-
2: yeah, well, not necessarily a full time chef. That's part of the vision. Okay. Um, but I just want to be able to make moves in the culinary space, whether it be restaurant, food truck, chef. Um, I've done live uh, cooking demos and stuff for organizations, for companies. Um, virtual cooking class. I did a lot of virtual cooking classes and stuff um, during the pandemic. Um, product lines, you know, what I'm saying like stuff like that. Um, I just want to be able to really do. Build my brand to a certain point, and just be able to kind of capitalize and make moves off off of my brand and my brand recognition. So, but yeah, being a chef, I, I, I love the cooking part of it. But man, that being in the kitchen, like all the hours, it's, it's 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 some hard work. But for me, it's about the process. Like I really want to learn all the jobs yeah. that um that impact what I'm trying to do in the culinary world.
0: Okay, so. So, so talk about the culinary world. So, so I know you started off in Atlanta, but I know you were in in y for a little while too. So, what was that transition
2: oh, like? So, yeah, so from Atlanta to New York. So, finally, you know, with the way, um, you know, I, we can we can talk about the TV show now. So, Rat right mm-hmm. in the Kitchen. I got this uh, DM from um, a lady uh, about a year and a half ago, and it was just weird. You know how, especially like during the pandemic, you get a you know DM from like some random person, like yeah. yo. You know i saw your profile and this and this and, and yeah that's very weird um and she was like i'm from you know itv studios and all this stuff and i'm just like oh uh, okay no nah, i passed I, I didn't i didn't even respond so mm-hmm. she hit it up like a couple days later and i'm like uh okay well let me just throw out some generic information you know like give her like my zip code but it's like one number off it ain't really my zip code <laughs> like i'm like let me just do you know some stuff like that so um, and then, you know, she followed up and I was like, well, it looks like this might be something like for real.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
2: I went on and just gave him the information, followed up on it. Fast forward, ended up getting the call to be on the show. So audition auditioned for the show, made the show. And, uh, when we shot Rad in the Kitchen, we shot it a year ago and my episode mm-hmm. just aired, um, this past, uh, June yeah. 9th. Yeah. Like two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. And, um, we shot it last year, June 18th. And so it just aired. But while on the show, one of the contestants that I competed against, he uh, is from New York. He's uh, an executive chef from New York. So we hit it off so well on the show that after the show, he came to me like right away. He was like, he was like, you know what? I like you. I respect you. I really like what you do. He was like, I'm getting ready to launch a new restaurant in New York and I want you to be a part of my team. And I'm just like, whoa, like because for me. I'm not classically trained, you know, I'm, I'm I'm really a self-taught chef. I'm not classically trained. And we were there with all these other people on the set, you know, him. They've been, you know, people have gone to culinary school. They got the background. They've trained in, you know, France and all this. They got all this, you know, French technique and all this stuff. And I was like, why me? But, you know, why not? So it's just like, I was like, cool. He was, uh, and, uh, he was like, I'll get in touch with you when it's time. And I was just like, okay, bet. So literally about three months later, I hadn't heard a whole lot from him. We just followed each other on IG, just little generic kind of, you know, um, responding and commenting, stuff like that from here and mm-hmm. there. And uh then he hit me up and called and he was uh he texted me, and he said, uh I have a job for a sous chef here in New York. Do you know somebody who would be interested in that? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> me, me. <you> <laughs> you like I but yeah, so but um, what's the
0: sous chef? Like so for people that don't know what that is, like what what's what what level of chef is that?
2: So sous chef is, is just below the executive chef. So okay. the executive chef is really um, the one who you're eating his food when you come to the restaurant. Like he, oh,
3: loves, okay. he plans
2: a whole menu out. It's mostly his ideas, his concepts and all that. And even if you do come up with something as a sous chef,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: the executive chef likes it, he, it. They can claim it as their own. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's, still, it's still his menu. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, at the end of the day. But uh, but the sous chef is basically like his second in command. Okay. Um and you know he's responsible for fulfilling the menu and making sure the kitchen runs and all that stuff in the absence of the executive chef. Okay. Yeah. So you so, did the problem.
1: So, oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. So you said you know just so we we talked about the show, um, that episode. So you said you, um, you were you were not ca- classically trained. You said no, I am not. So watching the episode, I would have known that yeah. until uh-huh. so you just said that mm-hmm. because. From from watching the episode, it really looked like you know exactly what you were talking about from right. the, from the preparation to the various to everything,
2: right? Yeah, um, I think that's one of the things that he was impressed by. Um, I I really uh, am thankful to God. Let me get a little churchy for a second. am thankful, you know, to God for like gracing me with the mm-hmm. with the, just the uh, the presence and the confidence mm-hmm. to go on that mm-hmm. that platform. And do it because I really, um, you know, humble brag. I really felt like I handled myself well on that platform.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he and was- he- <laughs> <laughs> but he, and he kind of saw that, and okay. Uh, okay. so it was just like, wow, you know. He came to me like right after, and um, and it was just like, just really, um, really rewarding, you know. Just just to feel that, and you really feel like you belong in that space. Um, because even even above that, him coming to me like. You know, those who watch the show, like my dishes were some of the best dishes. My cooking was I was going to say, best. your
0: dishes was basically what saved them a couple
3: of yeah. the rounds, for sure. it did. That's they safe. really
2: did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good, man. So, yeah, but yeah, and that, that's what it was. So, um, but for me, like I, I really, being a musician, you learn that like a lot of stuff for me, I cook from here. I, I tell people that all the time. You got to cook from here, you play from here, whatever, because there's a lot of, in the music world, I learned you have a lot of people that can read music but mm. they do not really play it from here. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's like, if you don't, I know people literally, they're musicians that have played for over 20 years, but if you don't see the sheet of music in front of them, they, for them to read, they can't play. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, and that's, that's not how I learned. Even with music, I learned by ear. You know, I'm not classically trained in music either. So it's mm. more of a feel thing, man. And you really just go with what you feel. You cook from the heart, play from the heart, you know, whatever. That's kind of what you do. And to me, you know, what comes from the heart connects to the heart, reaches the heart. Right. Um, that's, yeah, that's what, that's what really matters. So
0: do you want to do, I mean, uh, we about this, so do you want to do more TV? Like, I know I didn't, wasn't yeah. you on like, uh, Will of Fortune or something before? Like, a, a <laughs> something? I like I, feel like I remember that. <laughs> so yeah. <I> TV. <laughs> oh,
1: he's got TV experience, huh? yes. Yeah. So I did, I did do Will of Fortune,
2: right? <laughs> and that's funny because it's like, um, I did Will of Fortune right before I moved to Atlanta in 2008.
0: It was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It was 2008, March of 2008. Uh, I went out to Culver City um, and did this, the uh, shoot for "Wheel of Fortune" at their studios. Mm-hmm. And then, aired, like the following it was like April 7th, and um, 2008. And uh, yeah, shot it. And um, I did good on "Wheel of Fortune" too. Mm-hmm. I killed it. Like, um, and one thing I love about that, I used to sit up there at, my, at the foot of my grandmother's bed and watch that show every day. And you know, my right. grandmother, you know, first lady of the church, you know, she said. Baby, when you get on there, God gonna bless you to get on there. You're gonna win us a whole lot of money. you gonna, win <laughs> money. and we watched that show for years, man. And uh, I you know, I kept on believing, you know, that I would get on there, and um, whenever the Wheelmobile would come through, they'd do a little promotion. We're coming to Chicago, we'll be at mm-hmm. Rose, we'll be at this. I was like, they're gonna be at Rosemont, bet. So I, I, mm-hmm. I ended up even work early one day and rolled up there, and it was crazy because they had like three, like five sessions per day of uh, auditions. And they only let like 25 people in per session. I literally made it there just in time for the last session of the weekend because I did it Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I got there Monday. And I made it in the last session. I was a 23rd person. Like mm-hmm. literally only let like two more people in after me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, and I was able to get in, get on stage. And uh, did well, killed it because they want, they really, they want, you know, personality. They want to know really you yeah. have basic knowledge of how to play the show. You know, so my thing is in situations like that, I try to think about the producers. Mm-hmm. What's their job? What's the product that they need to put up? Yeah, you know I mean? And, and how can I be that? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, you know, to give myself the best chance to, you know, yeah. you know.
0: So do you think, so since since you've done Rat in the Kitchen, do you, have you seen, like, an increase in, like, your request to, like, for you to be, like, private chef or come on TV or do things like that? How, how has that been post-show?
2: Um, I haven't seen a whole lot yet. And part mm-hmm. of that is, um whenever one whenever i post i get um requests right i Mm -hmm. have people you know if i post food i post anything about my my culinary you know stuff i automatically you know the next couple days i start seeing dm messages people inquire um but um one of the things they didn't let us really do on rat in the kitchen is like you know promote ourselves so i couldn't my ig no nowhere on the episode do you see you know follow me on ig So people don't really know how to get in contact with you, how to reach you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tried, you know, but, you know, when they, <laughs> they edited all this stuff out, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I did my holler at you boys, but. Uh,
1: <laughs> edited that out,
2: huh? Right, yeah, they didn't make the cut. He was like, but, none of that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was like none of that. But, um, you know, but I know some of it, you know, will, I'll, you know, eventually return on that, you know, sometimes it mm-hmm. takes time. Because once you kind of get in that circle, um, again, the production studios and all that stuff, they need content just like we do. Mm-hmm. So they're always looking for people to kind of put in those positions. They got to create a season. They got to create the next next episode. So you know, it's just a matter of time.
1: So just staying with this with the episode, uh, the Rat in the Kitchen. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm be real with you. Me and my wife, we watched it, mm-hmm. and that chick got on my nerves, Mike. At <laughs> least <laughs> hates me, bro. I can't to get you on the show. I, I, that chick got on my nerves, Mike. you hard headed, bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, thought, I definitely thought I thought she was a rat for sure.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to tell y'all, like, yeah. it was she, and I think it messed me up because what it was, they had us um, quarantined again for like 10 days. Okay. Uh, it, we had the, uh, basically, it was like lockdown. We had to stay in our hotel room for 23 hours, could not leave. The only time we got to leave was for our break. We did right. outside on the courtyard, like on the yard, like we was on lockdown. Wow. And, was, <laughs> and, we, would, and we would stay out there for an hour. And we couldn't talk to the contestants or nothing. But every day on my break time, she was always out there on break with me. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't we couldn't say we couldn't say a word to each other. They had a chaperone and everything. Right. Um, but you know, I think I just kind of got tunnel visioned on her a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just made me not pay attention to some of the obvious stuff that was. just yeah. Oh, no yeah, because
1: it, it threw me for a look when they revealed who the rat was. Like I didn't True. nobody my wife was like, who knew? Like and then when they showed <laughs> you the recap of what he was doing, yeah. it's like yeah. I'm like, wow, he really did sabotage yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. When I thought about it too, I thought it was Elisa at first, but then I didn't think it was the what, what was his name, the guy who was actually the rat. Like
2: Badan. Badan. Badan, yeah. I didn't
0: think it was him at first, but then when he had that uncooked chicken. I did yeah. have like my one good him I'm like, you know what? Now I know someone has been cooking long enough to know like how to cook chicken and what temperature. Right, and right. That's a little suspect because exactly. the one where he wanted to do it all by himself. So I was like, Yeah, I don't know, but I definitely thought it was Elisa or the lady that that she's actually a baker.
2: Oh, um, talking
0: about um, Mel, Mel, Mel. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. Her. She was so nice. I was like, she's trying too hard. So like, <laughs> it's definitely her. She's trying not yeah. like trying too hard to be nice, but I thought she was trying to like, um, to not show that she was the rat. So I definitely thought it was one of those two, but. We were all wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were all wrong. All wrong. And I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we all we all were really shocked. But like I said, yeah, some of the stuff just seemed pretty obvious. And then he laid low. Vadam, like laid low the second round. Mm-hmm. Didn't
1: okay. really You're, right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You yeah, right. You're right.
2: Yeah. So it it really wasn't nothing for you to kind of pick up on. But yeah, I wish we had got it, man. Because man, leaving out leaving out there with no money is just like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Days, man.
0: But then well, at least the rat didn't get that much either, right? Because I mean.
2: We have got um, like right? over yeah. yeah. little fortune. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. So that's a that's a that's a nice that's a nice little. So little
1: so like, gr- do they give you guys a preview of what you're gonna cook before they start taping, or, or you don't know until they start taping? Nah,
2: they 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 yeah, we had no idea, man. Okay, uh, that's what happened. Like in the second challenge, which ended up being like a vegetarian challenge. Like I was ready to make shrimp and grits. You know, I was like, that's Stay what we do about your make. grits. Mm-hmm. About <laughs> my grits. By my grits. I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make shrimp and grits, and uh, you know, so I had Lisa to run in. In there, you know, try to see if she could grab the shrimp or whatever. I'm like, yeah, get out of here, because uh, <laughs> I don't want you sabotaging us. <laughs> and um, and then she runs in there, and, you know, she comes back and she's like, there's no, there's no meats, there's no proteins. I'm just like, oh, you know, so we had we had no idea, but okay. they prepped you up. They they kind of they try to throw you a curveball because it was like this round, you're going to be able to cook whatever you want. it's okay. just like we're just like yeah, let's get it. So um, I'm,
1: man, I'm I'm glad they had the subtitles because the, the executive chef, that guy, I can understand nothing he was saying. <laughs> you talking about You
2: talking, talking about the judge? Ludo? Yeah, I, not I can
1: understand nothing he was saying, bro. It's right, yeah, it's it's, right, it's, it's Ludo,
2: man.
1: He has a thick
0: accent.
2: Yeah, very very thick. And they took some stuff out. We had we had a couple moments because I had uh, said some stuff kind of through some Jazz. he said something about uh, oh, what was he saying? It'll come to me in a second. But uh, I kind of mocked him on something he said. Oh wow. <laughs> No, he said cheddar. He's it was like, you're talking about like cheddar cheese. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you know, and I was like, oh, but they cut a lot of, they cut a lot of little stuff out. You know, you can't, okay. can't control what ends up on the editor. Right. Anymore, but yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> so let me ask
0: you this. So what's your, what's your go-to dish, right? So like someone, if you're trying to show off. Stripping goods. Stripping goods, really? Or, um. it's easy. Wait, what, what? Give me, give me another one
2: um to be let me see i like doing pasta dishes uh Mm. that steak like i'll 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 do a a nice filet in a second um Mm. yeah nice filet meal. uh simply seasoned with you know a little bit of of kosher salt you know cracked black pepper nice Mm. little garlic butter or something on it rosemary you know that's a i can go to that um me too
0: it just yeah. it makes everything taste good.
2: I don't it know. Sure does. <laughs> Except for peach cobbler. It don't do nothing with a peach cobbler. No, but, it isn't. <laughs> <Not> but, <enough. laughs> yeah, so um that's one of my that's one of my go-to's. Uh my um Butter pecan peach cobbler. People love that. Um I,
0: we've never had any, so we'll
2: take no we'll, word for it. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, we don't want to take, we want
2: some. So next time I come to Chicago, like I'm I, I should be doing an event there sometime soon. So you know, I'll make sure that y'all, you know, know. Yeah. That yeah yeah for
0: sure yeah we yeah. need that. so okay so then so do you have like a chef that like that's like a that gives you like inspiration that you like kind of follow or that you you know?
2: some of the chefs that I really like are mm-hmm. um there's a chef uh Brooke Williamson I love Brooke man like Brooke she's uh she's this little just nice looking little you know little white girl like she you know she's just she's super cool she's um but she's like a beast in the kitchen like i watch her on like on all on all the um competition shows mm-hmm. like, she just just fat, just taking everybody out like and you just and then she do she does it with a smile like so you see all these 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 big name chefs and stuff and she just come through there like just killing everything like a like, girl or something um but yeah, no, so I like her uh Marcus Samuelson. I really like him.
0: Feel like I've heard him before. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I like Marcus Samuelson. Um uh I like uh uh the Voltaggio brothers. Both of those dudes are are pretty dope. In Atlanta too, I will say this. Atlanta has a lot of dope chefs. There's a chef down mm-hmm. here that I really like. Um Chef Scott. He has a spot down here called um Continent um, I love his cooking I really respect him he was on um what is that show Hell's Kitchen that Gordon oh, Ramsay show it was, I think he was on like the inaugural season of that show or something mm-hmm. like that but really respect what he does but yeah there's a there's a lot of great sh- you know chefs I just kind of pick up stuff you know from people as I go. oh and Alice Gordon and Shelley. she's my last she's one of my last ones oh and Jeffrey's is a carrier yeah so yeah so all those like too much, love- too much. I'm only- <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good i mean so so okay so those are like different types of chefs. So, what would, what would you describe yourself as? Like, what type of chef would you say you are? Like, like what my, my cuisine? Yeah, yeah. What what would you say?
2: Like, my 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 style is really all over the place. I just like making good food. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need, it, it doesn't have to be any one thing, um. Because at the end of the day, when people when you sit that meal in front of them, they just want it to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's that's all that matters. Like people don't, I tell people this all the time, like folks don't care so much about your backstory, about where you trained or where you studied or what degree you got or whatever. You Mm -hmm. got one shot. When you put that plate in front of them, is it good? Mm -hmm. Like that, that's pretty much all that matters. So I just, I just strive for that. You know, I'll make you the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich you ever had. Like seriously, like, (laughs) like we, like we had a. um, Like me and two friends of mine, we were talking about um, partnering and we all said we'll bring three dishes Mm -hmm. to each bring three dishes. We'll cook them. We'll taste them. We'll see what we like. And we'll kind of move forward with that. One of the things that I did, which is one of my favorite things, a grilled peanut butter and jelly. I love peanut butter and jelly. A grilled PB&J like and
0: and grilled though.
2: Grilled. that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a girl. A grill beef okay. and J on some nice I'm going to tell you what type of bread, but no, nah, you just get you some nice bread, grill that boy up like a nice little grilled cheese sandwich and with the night with the right type of peanut butter. Like we, we we made some of everything that day. We made pasta dishes, uh some of, we made gumbo, we made steaks, we did all that. And I. Oh, every day, out of everything that we ate that day, it was like, but that PB&J, though, like, that was like... <laughs> was fire. Well, right, was was fire. Like, but... um, Because it, it just has to be good, and it has to connect with people on a deeper level. Like, something like that takes you back. It's, it's nostalgic, right?
3: Mm-hmm. It
2: takes you back to childhood, and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, man, it, kind of, it opens you up in other ways, you know, in your in your senses. Mm-hmm. It's it being some fine dining experience. You know, it kind of taps into something else, so. So would you come back to Chicago
0: to, to be... Uh-huh. To to cook full really? time or
2: well, would I, would I move back to Chicago? Yeah, oh. like
0: if if you got the opportunity to open a restaurant here or to be an executive chef at one, because you know Chicago has a lot of good food. So,
2: so is, is Lori still the mayor? Yeah. <laughs> she's
0: still the no, mayor. No. No, no. <laughs> yeah, she's still the mayor.
2: Uh, it, yeah, with that being the case, uh I'm going No, it's bad. it's I mean, no for you dog. No, nah, but um
0: you don't miss Chicago at all.
2: I miss the crib, like so yeah. like crazy, like crazy miss it. But um I come back enough, like I'm there like at least at least five times a year. At least.
3: Okay. Um,
2: you know, I always try to come back for like my mom's birthday. I always try to come back at least around Thanksgiving or Christmas at least once. Um, we typically do something for my grandparents that I try to come back and make it for. Um, and then I'll try to come like at least one time in the summer. So I'm always I'm always trying to get back home. I don't need a big reason, you know, to get back to Chicago. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the slightest little bit, I was almost there last week for the uh the, park, the yeah. high park joint, the high park. Yeah, I almost came for that. Um, I, I heard there.
0: it was real, I heard it was real, real Yeah, though. it was nice. I heard it was everybody, nice. uh everybody uh I was out of town in Mexico, okay. so I, I missed it, but uh everybody that I know that went, they said it was like the time of their life. So
2: yeah, yeah. And, and let me tell you, like Buster, because Buster performed, right? Bust around. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. I've seen him mm-hmm. a, a few times.
2: He's he's dope. Bust Arounds was my first like secular concert that I ever attended. And it was at when I was I went to school at Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. And so we did our homecoming. I think it was 97 or 98. He did our homecoming. And when I was like, Yeah, he's was dope. Like, this, I'm like, this what this little church boy been missing all these years. Like, <laughs> I, never, I never been to a secular concert. Like bust like his right. energy is like up there. Like yeah. I put him up there with like you know guys like like Charlie Wilson like Charlie Wilson gonna give you a live... He you sure know, does, man. Yeah, his performance like he gonna give you a full man. Show. Man, like, it was, was kind of one of those experiences, and I was just like, oh, okay, that's what's yeah. up. Like, yeah,
0: Buster, I've seen him like at least three times. Whether he was a big Buster, little Buster, it was the same. Like his mm. energy level is always like up there, and he's just yeah, he's yeah. he's he's pretty. I, I mean, he's pretty flawless. I mean, when it comes to his performance, like it's. Yeah, he still got wow, it. Wow. Yeah, he still got it. So, all right, we we're going to switch gears a little bit cuz I know you like oh. sports. You you you're a sports head, but unfortunately you're a Sox fan. So, I don't even have to ask you if it's to no, 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 no,
2: don't get it, don't get it twisted. I got to You know, yeah, like, okay, so, so, so what what's your team? You know what I am? I'm a Chicago fan. Oh. Chicago wins. <sighs> me so me I too. win. <laughs> Whenever Chicago wins,
0: I win. Me too, me too. But I I'm probably favor the the Cubs. Everyone knows that. But
2: yeah. I will I would have to probably for you. <laughs> so my, when I was a kid though, that, that was my mom seemed like she, she used to love like, you know, uh watching the Cubs back then. But you know. Who? Who? Black Mama did you know? Andre Dawson had him. Had a
1: messed up man. <laughs> oh, yeah, he had a hold on him. <laughs> <laughs> he had him
2: messed up, bro. It
1: was, it was tuned
3: so. Hold on him. Yeah, every
1: black person rooted for Andre Dawson back in the day. Yeah, man, man.
2: So that's what it was. But um, yeah. So yeah, if I had if I had decided, it would probably end up being the Cubs. But okay. like I said, I'm a Chicago fan. Chicago wins, I win. Okay. See.
0: So the really Cubs. So okay, you're forgiven, now.
1: Yo. <laughs> he didn't say that, <laughs> so, Noctis. He really didn't say he it.
0: He did. He did just say that. He said, "If you had to pick, he said did you not just say you picked the Cubs?'"
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick a side, see, I'm, 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 I'm also see? the person. So also, you got I'm, I'm also the person that's gonna go to Harold's or Uncle Remus. I don't care. Just bring. it, <laughs> it, don't, it don't matter you to both too. Girl, I can as do as both as too. Stuff, as long as it's you know, as long as that mild sauce is ordered, I'm good.
0: Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, okay, so, 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 I'm assuming that, of course, you watched the finals, then, right? So, who was, who was your team? Who was your team before? Was it, was it always the Warriors, or did you, did you have Boston?
2: So, um which side had the most light skinned people?
1: <laughs> definitely the Warriors.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Team Light Skin had a big weekend last. Week. Light Skin,
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So have uh, been, I've been rocking with the Warriors for a minute, man. Since like, since they started to like emerge, like in mm-hmm. 2013, 14,
3: mm-hmm. like
2: I've been, I've been really kind of rocking with them. Um, just because I think from Chicago, you there's a lot of Chicago fans that are like warrior fans, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, a lot of Chicago people that are warriors fans because we just like winners, man. I think, I think we like winners and we like kind of like the underdog story. Cause that's kind of like how Mike came up. Like the bulls were off the map, man. Like nobody was checking <laughs> the Chicago bulls like at all. And yeah. so we kind of, we built that way. We built through the draft. Our, our stuff came organically. And I think we kind of, you know, relate to that with the Warriors because that's how they, you know, that's kind of how it happened for them. So, yeah, the Warriors were on my team all day, Yeah. Like, like hands down.
0: I think people watch the Warriors too probably back in the day when um, <sighs> Tim Hardaway, when he was there too. Um, oh, yeah. I know he's a he's another Chicago native, so I think people were watching yeah. him for, for him too. I I watched the Warriors obviously for obvious reasons because they drafted
1: Chris Webber,
0: who was my favorite player. Um, mm. As a yeah, so that's when I first started watching the Warriors. Man, this
1: story all my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just being I'm just being honest, so whatever. But so so you had the Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the Warriors. Bro, don't say the Warriors of Boston? I can't. I think I said Boston in seven.
2: If you're not a Warriors fan, you probably definitely took Boston. Because everybody was saying that Boston was going to, you know, do whatever. they were going to be this, they're going to be that. I'm like, nah, bro.
0: Yeah, they definitely, uh, yeah, they definitely jagged. Yeah. <laughs> big <time. laughs> big
2: time.
0: Like big time. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to go to seven at least, but nope. Warriors was like, we are going to be off on Sunday. We're not getting to play. We're, we're not coming back.
2: Yeah, I told. I had to tell some of my friends in our sports group. I'm like, yeah. they like, they will have a game seven on Father's Day. I said, man, forget a game seven on Father's Day. Like, nah. Yeah. It's, they, it's, they, gonna be, it's gonna be none of that. But uh, I think one of the things that people forget about the Warriors is like Draymond said, they've never been beaten in the finals when they've been whole.
1: Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. that's
2: facts. So they've they been to, they've been they've been to six of the last eight finals, and then a lot of people try to credit Kevin Durant for that, some of that success that they had in the middle.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, I remember the year that Kevin Durant got injured, he got injured in the second round against Houston, against the Houston Rockets, who many people said the Houston Rockets would have beat the Warriors the year before they pushed into seven games. And it was like, well, Rockets, if CP3 had never got hurt, mm-hmm. then the Rockets mm-hmm. would have yeah. beat the state People yeah. said, okay, so now let's fast forward to the year later. Now it's 2018. Um, no, yeah, got 2019. And now CP3 is healthy. Y'all got you know James Harden and everything and now KD is injured,
1: mm-hmm. which I
2: don't know. Steph went on and close them boys out.
1: Like mm-hmm, yep. the Rockets Rock like, Jack.
2: They right. it's, it's yeah. like y'all, y'all said y'all could have beat them if CB2 wasn't he's healthy. Yeah. You know, what happened? And so the Warriors closed their round out, and then the Warriors went and swept the Blazers. So really, the Warriors—they just, just need to just stop going to the playoffs. Look, after after Kevin, Durant got, after Kevin Durant, Durant got injured, they essentially did not lose another game until the finals when Clay got injured. Like Clay got and Clay missed, I think game two or game three, and that's when they and then um, Looney had a, a, a broken or a sprained collarbone or something. Mm-hmm. That's that's when they started to lose. But they they completed the next two rounds and didn't lose. Um, and so that's what people got to remember. It's like you really think. You know the fact that people really believe that a 73 win team needed mm-hmm. a Kevin Durant is ridiculous yeah. <laughs> to me. You didn't, you didn't need a Kevin Durant. You lost a series. You lost. You got you know epic failure. But you didn't need a Kevin Durant. I think. That's I, think
1: I think Mike only LeBron fans started that narrative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they needed Kevin Durant to beat LeBron mm-hmm. and the Cavs because I agree with you. I don't think they needed. I don't think they needed. Kevin Durant. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
2: You just needed like you needed uh, Harrison Barnes to just, you know, give you give you 15 points. That's all. That's all. That's that's right. all I mean.
1: You're right. You're exactly right. That's what they needed. Like what Andrew Wiggins gave them. Right. The, you know, if Harrison Barnes would have did that that yeah. year, they might have won. Yeah. it it have been a wrap. So, um, but
2: yeah, but that's the thing, man. So, yeah, but not. Yeah, I'm happy for it for Steph for finally getting his finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Looking, robbed um did y'all
0: see clay uh fall yeah. today clay fell. oh
2: on the yeah. state when doing the parade he fell
0: yeah he was he was yeah
2: clay be he, lit, was,
0: he fell like running to i don't know if he was he ran into a lady right I he a lady, lady. He he yeah he knocked her down oh yeah.
2: man Late clay. yeah oh, clay, clay clay was on yeah i haven't i haven't seen it yet
0: yeah, he he. Yeah, y'all gotta watch that. That they was lit, um, man. He I was, was hilarious. Sweet. And Steve Kerr, he was like, a, uh, he was like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm 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 still hungover. Like he he was uh he was drunk drunk too. Yeah, the whole team was drunk drunk. So I drunk, drunk, Congrats drunk, to the congrats to the Warriors. Yeah, All you yeah. Warrior fans. Yeah,
2: but they are they are definitely my squad. And um if there's any LeBron fans on here, I, I Definitely hate LeBron, but uh, <laughs> you know, Steph, Steph is up there now. So Steph 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 is up there, you know, with four rings, just like LeBron. So it, it's mm-hmm. gonna be real interesting if, if if Steph get another one next year. It's gonna get, you know, because you can't say you can't say that LeBron dominated this era if somebody got more rings than him in the same era.
0: So we, we talked about that last week. So, we was gonna, so do you think that 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 this win like solidifies like stuff like that, that makes that puts him a little bit higher? than he was before this, this this past finals, or what do you think?
2: For, for sure. I just think that because Steph doesn't have the bravado like a lot of people, like Steph ain't all up in your face. He ain't always beating on his chest. He ain't doing all that. Mm-hmm. I think because he's, like, really unassuming, I think that's how the media handles his career as well. Yeah. Steph, is, Steph yeah. has done a lot, you know what I'm saying, this year. If you look at his accomplishments this year, when the season first started, he was, um, leading, he was leading in uh, the uh, MVP race. He was number one in the MVP race. He got injured; that changed. But then he went on to win All-Star Game MVP. He won Western Conference Finals MVP. He broke the all-time three-point record, taking that from Ray Allen. Now he won a championship and Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. On top of that, he got a degree from Davidson. He finally he got his degree. Point, yeah. like, so, your boy had a year. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> so it's is. like you know when you really start to talk about the face of the MVP. I mean of the NBA, it's like this man was the most valuable player in just about everything. 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 <laughs> he's the face. Like, yes. that's, you know, it's really his league. But because he doesn't use uh, media. Here's one thing. I do hate LeBron, but I respect the way he uses media. <laughs> <laughs> the, man, the, man, the man manipulates the hell out of media. You know, love it. Like yeah. you know, I tell a lot of people and people don't don't really understand it. I say a lot in a lot of ways. He's like Donald Trump.
0: Donald Trump, that's an interesting comparison.
2: I get it. I get what he said. Go ahead. In in the way that he manipulates the media. Mm I get it. He understands that his followers are going to run with whatever narrative he creates. Mm -hmm. And because he knows that he has to continually put the narrative out there to give himself the credibility with his people to make it seem like he's something that he's not. Like, you know, like when Trump had his inauguration... And he was like, I had more people at my inauguration than Obama. Y'all remember that? And then yes. they put a side by side picture of the mall. Yeah. And it was just. Yeah, like...
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> and Trump was still on some. But nah, but nah, trust me. Like there were more people at my. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how I see LeBron like, saying that you're the GOAT over Michael Jordan. And you say when you won in 2016, that made you the GOAT over Jordan. You said that three years removed from that. He said it mm-hmm. in like 2019. But at the end of 2016, after they beat the Warriors, that's when LeBron said, Oh, I'm still chasing the ghosts of Michael Jordan. Yeah. You, you remember that, that quote? Yeah. He said that after they beat the Warriors. After they beat the Warriors, yep. He said that. And then, fast forward three years, now you wanna do some revisionist history. Mm-hmm. And say, well, now nah, what I did in 2016 made me the goat. That made right. me I'm chasing Jordan after that. He said that on the show, on that one. Like, the, uh, the yeah. Right, so he's putting that out because he knows that the people that follow him that hear it, that's the narrative they're gonna run with. Yeah. And he would really put himself in that debate against Jordan, you know, because immediately all the media started catapulting him past kareem past magic past all these other and past kobe yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. it's just like well when did he when did he pass those people like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was narrative he he, was he was narrative. yeah i mean i don't
0: so when when lebron was playing the bulls obviously i hated him I think I like him more now in his later years because of probably more so of his philanthropy stuff that he does. Love I still it. don't want him to, you know, beat my sorry bulls, but you know, yeah. Um uh, I don't no, I don't hate him. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying one hundred percent
2: Philanthropy, the, the the schools, all that love that stuff. Yeah, yeah all that any any israel I have with LeBron is basketball related. You know what I mean? Um and well and some of it does fall along the lines of integrity too like because you know if you say that you're a voice for black people and you want to be you know this person that stands up you know for people in certain situations i didn't like 2020 when they went back and did the bubble remember when they went back into the bubble to to resume games Mm -hmm. we were in the middle of a worldwide pandemic we were in the at the end of the george floyd situation we weren't even like two months removed from George Floyd, people were still protesting, Black Lives Matter movement, all this stuff was going on. And they went back and started playing basketball.
0: So you think they should have just bypassed the season?
2: I did, I do, but especially for someone like LeBron James, who has publicly come out and tried to be and say, I'm this voice and that I'm this activist and I'm all these things. Mm-hmm. To me, it seemed like in that moment, he chose chasing a title over, over something else. you know, um, That was, I think was more important because that same year, there was a young girl that was killed in Akron in LeBron's hometown.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I remember that and- with,
0: the, with the uh where I think I the cop, he shot her like within like 15 seconds
2: or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. and you know that's your hometown. Like there was no visit there there was no no you no know, feet on the ground with LeBron. Maybe, LeBron.
0: but maybe it could it be that we just didn't see it though. Just playing devil's advocate. Maybe yeah, he had yeah. some stuff behind. Anything
2: him. LeBron does, you gonna yeah. see that? PR, that PR team, they are gonna make yeah. sure you know that he did it like that's And that that's another thing I respect. His team is gonna make sure that you know that LeBron was involved with this. But at that time, I think that they were just pushing the um what is it the uh, the more than a vote campaign. So
3: mm-hmm. they were
2: pushing his campaign. That's kind. Of, that was kind of their way of being activists at that time but other athletes like Giannis Steph Clay mm-hmm. um Russell Westbrook Damian Lillard mm-hmm. uh, players they had feet they had feet on the ground like mm-hmm. they were out there marching they were out there doing that they were giving speeches they were at rallies and you know so I was a little bit disappointed that LeBron wasn't wasn't on that wave.
1: Well this is definitely gonna rile up the comments with the LeBron <laughs> fans <fast. laughs> But you know what know Mike? Lot, I
2: love we
0: it. I think this
1: we, is know,
0: great. we know a lot of them. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, yeah, we know a lot of them. So okay, so so are do you still follow the Bulls? Uh yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 You, I know I know we we had a rough we had a rough
2: uh yo like I was so I was so hopeful this year. I was like, I'm gonna get a warriors <laughs> bulls final. And I got bulls in six. Like that's what I that's where I was at with it. Like I yeah. I'm like yeah. you know, because when they still, when they play each other, like, you know, the Warriors are my adopted team. When they play the Bulls, it's, it's Bulls all day. It's not. It's nothing to talk about. The like, yeah. um, I
0: mean, way you live in that, too, like in Atlanta, it's hard. Even though, like, Atlanta has, like, a lot of – they have football, basketball, and baseball. But it's, like, because there's so many people that are not from Atlanta in Atlanta, that I mean, fan base is just, like – All over the place. Kinda, yeah, it's kind of, like,
2: yeah. kind of sorry. It's funny because it's the one city that when you go to the games – you have more fans mm-hmm. from the opposing team. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> in the arena. All the time. Like I go, I go when the Bulls come to Phillips and, and play, it, it looks straight like you like you in Chicago. Chicago jerseys everywhere. That's what
1: I heard. I was gonna right. ask you, was that true when when yeah. uh, like when the Lakers come yeah. to uh, to Atlanta? Yeah. There's so many Lakers fans in that place.
2: Yeah, it is like it's okay. that's, that's how it is. Like, yeah, especially if it's from a city with a big fan base like your okay. LA, you know, the the New York market, the Knicks and stuff like that. The mm-hmm. Bulls. yeah, they it looks like you know it's red and white. Man, well, the Hawks' colors are red, and so that don't really work. But bulls, yeah. <laughs> bulls jerseys be everywhere like at those it's games. Good. But it, I think it's like that with basketball. Um, now in Atlanta, they're a little bit more uh, football. They're definitely football fans because yeah, yeah, for sure. In, in, for in sure. the South, like I, I really-
0: football fans are probably a little more deeper than anything. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. Like when I when I um, went to college, just not realized how much people in the South are into football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they really yes. Especially on the college, on the collegiate level, like that's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. like their, their stuff, man. Like for real. So, um, so yeah, when fo- football is a little bit different. Um, I would probably say football, baseball, and then mm-hmm. basketball, like down here. For mostly Atlanta.
1: everybody said it, who's from Atlanta, they say the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Basketball is at the bottom in terms yeah. of interest
0: probably strippers football
1: then <laughs> <laughs> for me for that's me when really i'm really
0: going on in atlanta yeah for
1: me when i visit atlanta it's is the wings strip club then basketball that's oh the, the, yeah, the, the, the wings wing strip club, the strip club the wings and the, strippers, yeah. the, wings
2: at the strip club which strip club is your favorite
1: that you've uh, been through? strokers strokers as yeah. we go we crazy
2: yeah.
1: did you go to onyx while you were here I've been the yeah. honest once, and I've been you've been you've been the follies. Which one I was is going to say? Yeah, they, they, they took the sign away and everything. Oh, it's a wrap. We need a moment of silence oh. later on for that. Oh.
2: Damn, man. <laughs> Wait,
0: oh, yeah. so which one is the hood strippers? Because that's what Moses like. He liked the he liked the ratchets. So which one got the ratchets? Which one ain't
3: got the? <laughs> <laughs> which one, <laughs>
1: which one <laughs> ain't? Which one the, ain't? One the was hood. They all a little ratch. You gotta you gotta you gotta be ratchet down
2: here in Atlanta, like to really, you
1: know. Yeah. like I didn't like I didn't like Magic City. I didn't mm-hmm. I was I was unimpressed. I can see that. I can see
0: that. What, what was that, What was unimpressive about it, bro?
1: Well, for one, because when I first went, you know, back in the day, you know, the, the, the music videos, the video vixens, that was huge. Uh-huh. So every, all the videos, a lot of videos being shot at Magic City, so I couldn't go. Right. So when I went, I'm like Okay, these strippers don't look all that and and it was it just it didn't get that vibe that I was looking for. But when I went to Strokers, I got that vibe. I got that hood vibe. People throwing money up, Hennessy going everywhere.
2: Oh gosh.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's oh. what that 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 was that was your that was your that was what thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what i that's what I love if I'm Oh and blue flame. flame. I got somebody just commented blue flame. How about commenting this thing? Look, y'all help me. I'm I'm feeling like somebody granddaddy. I don't
0: know if you can comment, but <laughs> you can it, do you see like uh like so in it, do you see where you say post a comment? Nope. You, do you
1: see it? No, maybe it's um, just maybe um, only yeah. I can do that. I just I can just look. I okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, no no, no we good, we good. Yeah, yeah. Somebody popped up with a comment I saw. They said uh Onyx. They did say Onyx. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Said, Onyx in blue flame. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm I never
0: I, I've been to Hana a few times, but I have I've never been to the strip club there as so what. I...
1: Yeah. And people
2: got to understand too like for some people that haven't been like to a strip club before, like y'all got to understand like so a strip club ain't just about you being like lustful and trying to go up in there and get some woman to put her privates on you and slap. Like you really could just go in there and just listen to good music. Have Thank a, you. Have some really good wings, yeah, Like Thank the you. best wings ever of your life. Thank you. <laughs> um, exactly. And, you know, and, you know, keep keep your little money in your pocket. You ain't got to have, you know. Get your if mind you know, right. If you want to do all that, you can get it how you live. That's all I'm saying. Like
1: if you Peace. It's you a good mental are, spot for a man to you get your mind right.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. say probably for a man, I couldn't imagine.
1: <laughs> I'll shoot some pool, you know, with your, with your homie. They got they got all types of stuff. They got a pool there too. Yeah, they got pool tables and you know, a lot of them. Well, that's how when I walked in the strokers, it's crazy. I walked first of all when we walk in, I see tall Dominique Wilkins coming out. He's coming. Oh wow. Yeah. So we say what's up to him. The people I was with, they really didn't know who he was. Right. So when, we, this. when we walked in, uh-huh. I see pool tables, but on the pool tables, I see the women completely naked, bent over shooting pool. I told my friend, I looked behind him, I said, we're not leaving till it's close. <laughs> <laughs> we're not leaving till it's clothes I told him we're not leaving. That's hilarious. That was one of the best times of my life there. I'll never forget.
2: Yeah, I mean it's really fun. It's a good time. I've going, I'm going with mixed crowds, I've going with women and men, you know, um I don't really like
1: the strip club.
0: Yeah, I-, I said I know women that like the strip club, so yeah, it's
2: just yeah. So I mean, it's not, it's not. I think you have to take your mind away from, I guess, what people see is like the lustful part of it. Because yeah. I go into, I don't like my mind is even there because I already know that those girls are there to sell you a dream, right? So you know, you know, I'm, I'm from the West Side of Chicago. You ain't gonna sell me nothing that, I, that, I, <laughs> that I'm not in the market for. You ain't gonna get me to believe none of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so nobody
0: gonna believe it. Oh, oh oh yeah oh Eddie believe Eddie, Eddie Oh Eddie give her that money. Oh
2: Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> but, but a lot of people also, you know, like go, go in there, and I, I it's a shame, you know, like just to be wasteful, like with money. Like dude, yeah. I
3: see,
2: excuse me, I've seen people literally spend like 15, 20 grand. Like I've seen it, like come in with a backpack full of money. That's crazy. And okay. leave with none of that. And I'm just like, wow, like it's that's crazy. crazy. It's
0: definitely in the wrong profession.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. since you are. I know. Like I miss my calling. Hey, hey they got they <laughs> got, got still
1: clubs for 40 and over. Go ahead. Go drop jump in. Yeah,
0: no, ahead. my knees is not. I do not have mega knees. Those those days behind me.
1: You ain't got the knees no more? I got the knees no more. Got knees no more. <laughs> you got a little bounce and wiggle. They might do a little something. Spray <laughs> some Novocaine on them. You'll be all right, man. Novocaine. <laughs>
0: to, uh, to, to, you know, to help them through the game, I'm going to have to get some of those.
1: Yeah, you be what all
0: right. They, what, what is, I forgot what they call but you know they get in them little shots before those little pants. Cortisone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some cortisone shots. Shoot them in the knees. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> all right, Mike. So, okay. So, so normally what we would do when we end the show, we'll ask, like, our guests, like, a top five or something, yeah. right? So it could be top five, you know, rappers, top five... um, you know NBA players, whatever, but since you're a musician, we're gonna keep it music, right? Yeah, so let us know top five dead or, dead or alive your top five RB singers.
2: Top five RB singers, mm-hmm. um, man. Okay, I would, I want to throw like of now, um, one of my favorite, oh man. I, I love a lot of these young artists now. Let's, let's, I'll, I'll keep it with current. I ain't, I ain't gonna go back to to dead or past. But I'll talk about this current generation, like people okay. who are really feeling cool right now. Um, I like um, love her. I love time.
0: her too. Yeah,
2: her her is is so dope. Jasmine yeah. Sullivan is all types yeah, of problems,
0: man, for sure.
2: She is for all sure. types of problems. Um, I like Lucky Day a whole I lot. Love Lucky her. Day. Um, yeah. I think for me, Joe is probably my favorite. Um all-time male RB vocalist. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
2: he's just, so smooth. Yeah, he's so he's it's the smoothness. Like Joe is he just like,
0: like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like Joe is so smooth. Uh uh, I, I threw Lucky Day up in there, and um, who else do I want to say? There's somebody I don't want to miss, but um, I gave y'all four, I gave y'all two guys, two girls. Um everybody
0: always gets stuck at five.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's tough because you gotta you gotta get somebody in there, you know, but um you know, for the, you know, I'm going to do Tank for his great contributions to my playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 the, to the playlist. To know. the playlist. Right, right. right, the <laughs> playlist. right, right. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to throw Tank in there. And, and Tank, like Tank, Yeah, his vocals are like amazing too, but his background, man, I heard Tank, uh, I was here back in, I think like 2001 during the internship. I think it was back then. And I saw him at this like uh, for Sisters Only thing. It was like a big old, like at the convention center joint. His background singers back then was, oh, yeah, blazing, like yeah. like killing, Um, but yeah, they go they go some of mine. That's for that's for now. I mean, if you go if you go back, then you get talking about like Prince and Luther and you know Marvin. And all that. Mm-hmm. You're
0: Luther, or Big Luther,
2: huh? Yeah, There's a
0: difference. You're it's a Luther, a Big Luther.
2: <laughs> I almost said something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Big Luther gotta big go
1: with Luther. okay, okay, go that might go with Big Luther, yeah, big gotcha. yeah. Big,
2: big Jerry Curl Luther.
1: Yep,
2: mm. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> so many, they had so many struggle curls back in the day. Like, this.
0: <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I had one too. You had a struggle curl, I definitely had a struggle oh, curl. I would never, all those pictures. I tell people all the time if you got a picture of me with my struggle curl and you post it, I promise you, we're never gonna be friends again,
1: ever again, huh?
0: Ever like burn all those struggle curl pictures like
1: yeah, oh, I don't know why. yeah it
0: was it's just, just really bad.
1: One yeah. of, hey Mike, one of the listeners uh posted a question for you. Okay. No brand, no brandy. Yeah, that's that's my girl Terry. That's what I was about to say. Like so, okay. ten, so here's what I want to say. Um, I like
2: brandy because brandy that full moon album was like in the re- It's top five. It was revolutionary. It was revolutionary yeah. in like the R&B game for female singers. I think every female singer just about that came after that in R&B, b mm-hmm. took something from that from that album. Like she that was like Michael Jackson level, you know what I'm saying, oh, in, t- in terms of influence. Okay. Um to me. So, I I, I definitely will put uh Brandy up there. So, if, if we go straight female vocalists, like I have different for for like different reasons. If we're just talking female vocalists, I got Brandy in there, I got Jasmine Sullivan in there, I got Layla Hathaway, I got Kim and I got hurt. Like mm-hmm. those are like if we start talking about just vocalists, and it's all for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say Beyonce? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people don't like Beyonce, but his was was underrated about Beyonce. She ain't got like you know the tone or the soul like some of these other artists, artists, but her proficiency, like Absolutely. her proficiency, wise, like Beyonce hits notes. And, yes, she
0: know. on all, on all. You know I don't know I don't know the, the terms but you know all registers I guess like yeah get like, like her range yeah. is, is insane is is mm-hmm. insane rather
2: live yeah it's for live. me yeah. The Beyonce nails it like live yeah. Um, yeah yeah so yeah if we get to talking about that yeah Brandy is definitely up there but I feel like almost for me Brandy it's like Jasmine is kind of like taking the Brandy mantle to me mm-hmm. a um, it's hard you
0: know, to say but you know
2: yeah I be, because yeah. only because I feel like, um, and I posted this a little while back, like that Hotels record.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that record is, that yeah. record is like classic. Like, and it, when she won, <laughs> really she, won a Grammy, right? she got a Grammy for it, right? Yeah, she did. Yep, she did. She won.
1: That's what
0: I believe. Yeah. So
2: I, so I had posted that before the Grammy even happened when I was just listening to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did this girl manage to change some, uh, to take some host stuff <laughs> make on, and make it sound good? Oh, shit. And make it and make it into like art like it was yeah. like like the songs when you listen to it lyrically um then how she's conveying the messages how she's singing it like the place you can tell it's coming from a real place a real place her. Mm-hmm. and um bro like yeah that that that's like a masterpiece man.
1: that's a that album is phenomenal that's one yeah. of the albums i, I listened listen to, to all the way through Yeah, and yeah. still listen to it it's a masterpiece yeah
0: yeah so Okay. Well, before we wrap it up, Mike, so where can people find you? Like, I know you have your, your IG right there, but if, do you, do you, do you accept like outside, like if someone wants to hire you and stuff like that, do you, how do they go about doing that?
2: Yeah. So uh, honestly, right now, because I do still work nine to five. <laughs> um, I but, do everything, y'all. He draws,
0: he plays.
3: Everything. He plays
2: i'm designing yeah. i'm designing buildings during the day <laughs> um, yeah, That's exactly. my day job and yeah. then, um but no like I, I take uh i take gigs anywhere like so if people want to book me i literally book probably 80 percent of my business through instagram honestly. okay um so you know it's, it's as simple as a dm you can hit me like i said my, my ig is underscore mike made it uh and yeah people can reach me there i i, I travel um i've gone to uh last place i was I was in Dallas a couple months ago. So I went and did a birthday party down in Dallas. I've done Miami. Um, I've done a few other places. So, yeah, Chicago, obviously. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Birmingham. Um, what is that other city? I-, I-, I go anywhere. I mean, anywhere that somebody's willing to pay me to come. Yeah. You know, you know I- I'll go. That's um, dope. That's
3: dope. Yeah
2: so and i'll make it happen i'll give you some amazing food an amazing experience an amazing time because to me it's it's about the experience too i try to go beyond above and beyond just cooking good food but also try to make it an experience you got to make it special in some way
0: got a shout out from uh uh, (laughs) brody and i want to go back and shout out everybody that was coming before that i missed y'all sorry what's up to my brother james and our good brother amon uh he has a podcast too, uh, Corner Cabo podcast. So check them out. Uh, yeah. My sister, I see my sister Marshall. That's Terry. We thank y'all for commenting. Anybody else who I see I'm y'all ready for LA. comment, I love y'all. Thank y'all. But anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hit me up on my phone saying, uh, "Come to LA." I'm like, I want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, make it LA.
0: happen. L- L- LA. I feel like L A. Well, they they have a lot of um. Wrong well, with LA, I just didn't have fun. I don't know. It was just uh I don't know. It wasn't I couldn't find the black people. I, I don't know. I I was looking for black people, could not find it. <laughs> I mean, like I know, right? I mean, like, I I'm i I'm always around like all different races, but I was like, Well, where are the black clubs? And they kept sending me to like you know the uns un's clubs. Like, I'm like, I don't want to hear the <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i don't want to <laughs> guess, like, nothing against like this 0.3 but you no know, you know, i just was like where are the black people but I, I could not find anything like which is which is weird because on insecure yeah. like Issa has all the black spots so i went pre-insecure so maybe Before if i go now <laughs> i can find the black stuff now you
1: find it now
2: yeah since i yeah, so that, that's I definitely went by her apartment. Everybody goes by there now, right? I, everybody, yeah. everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, I went by there in front of that. Yeah. yeah, but nah, yeah. When you walk into the club, you hear that. Oh, sometimes you really want to turn around and just leave out. <laughs> like, yeah. This ain't
0: the club, ain't the club I want to be at. Yeah, and I can listen to that sometimes, but I'm just like, no, I did not come out of town to hear that. Nope, I need to hear a little bit of um. <laughs> Little ratchet little little ratchet yeah, teach,
1: you, know, you like ratchet. come on I do know. I do, like I do. when y'all
2: coming down here to Atlanta you know anytime or if you come down here to Atlanta you' want to take you to you know blue flame or whatever
0: for you know. sure yeah we', we gonna we're gonna she's make gonna
2: that she's gonna have wings
0: yeah and then we can pie live down there too
2: Bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we'll we'll make it a, we'll make it a thing
2: <laughs> how long how have y'all been doing the pot
0: so, uh, it's 10, up months. Yeah, 10, 10 months. months so, right. in August, it'll be a year.
2: In the year, August, nice. A year. How has it been? How has the experience been for y'all?
0: You know, honestly, it's 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 uh. So the talking part is easy, right? Like uh-huh. getting on here talking to you, that part uh-huh. is the easy part. It's the preparation, it's uh-huh. the trying to keep people engaged to coming up with the topics, uh-huh. the promotion, you know, and uh-huh. it's just it's just us. We don't have no team, we're out of team. So yeah. you know, it's hard to try to keep up with the social media, work your nine to five and do everything else you gotta do, and you know, um keep the content, you know. Um you know, to, to interesting for, for people. So we, we, um, it's, it's rough, but you know what, it's, it's even if, even if it's a a low week where it's not a lot of views, a lot of listeners, you know, it's always every week, at least one person hit me or hit Mo and be like, you know, I like this. I love the show, this part, you know what I'm saying? So it makes, it's encouraging to know that somebody is listening, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, it's it's up and down. But we, you know, we love. It's easy because it's my brother. You know, I've known him over half my life, so it's mm-hmm. you know we can talk about everything. But yeah, it's 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 coming along. It's coming along. Nice,
2: nice, nice.
1: nice. And what do you? I, I'm saying, Coach more What do you coach? I'm ai coach high school basketball at Fenway. I'm the oh. boys the boys sophomore coach. Nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. nice.
2: So we got to, we got to talk a little hoop. So that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, you, you, what did you graduate Lane Tech too? I graduated from Sherry's actually. Right, You she, she went I, to? Her. I graduated from Gordon Tech. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Okay, so we all, you know, we no, all on Addison, right? We right, right here, right. You right there in the middle? You
3: right there in the middle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: What's up, man? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean,
0: all y'all want to be Lane Tech, but oh
2: god. Um, Lane, I, I, did try to get into Lane. You know, I, I can't even flex, but. Uh, <laughs> me so because I, I started at or i did my first two years at or okay my okay you was in the hood hood school yeah yeah no, where, no, you, no, what,
1: where you where you no, grew no. up at on the west side mike wait where, what where, where you- um actually i grew up kind of over there um
2: like off of um like monroe and like sacramento kind of like over that area yeah like, okay like okay. Um, i went to i went to willow cather elementary oh. school
0: everybody uh, went to yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I, I went there, and we used to go to Owls over, over
1: there. Yeah, Hell yes. <laughs> across, I've
0: had your, your car sticking for at least a week.
2: <laughs>
1: Al, Al's still good too. I, yeah. I, I, Al's I used, used to sit over there on
2: recess, like go get me a folder. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We
0: but, used to um, go to before church all the time. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, church. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, so we we kind of grew up over there until I uh, reached like high school age. moved out to the south suburbs for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we moved back over, like, um, like K Town, like that area. Okay, All right. um, okay. And so that—that's why that's how I ended up at Auburn.
1: Yeah, Mike from the land. He's he from certified, the
0: land. What? He started. He certified West Side. Yeah, yeah.
1: From the not, land. not not Naperville, like. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like, want you
0: know Cause Corey hate that. Hate people be like, if from Chicago, they be they really was born like. In, yeah, yeah, You really was born Maywell in uh, or Robbins or something like yeah, that. You are from me. the land. You ain't yeah. From yeah. The land. No, he, he 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 definitely from the land for sure. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. So um yeah but it's it, it's all good man i love it Like love the crib i miss the crib i'll be ready to get back to i can you know one, one funny thing about chicago that i that i that i kind of hate though about us a lot of chicago people are so close-minded like that way. what way I'll, I'll give you a perfect example okay it, any of my chicago friends that come down here to visit me in atlanta they want to come and visit me in Atlanta, but they want to try to find Chicago sh- stuff to do. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. Like they come down here, and they be like, "Yo, I heard y'all got a harold's down here." I was
0: like, oh, <laughs> <"All right>. yeah, <laughs> <we do." laughs> "No, I don't oh want. To, I don't want to come to Atlanta to get Chicago heroes."
2: Like, like my guy and um and is overpriced in the mug. Like, but. Yeah. Uh, my guy was that was down here this weekend. I was like, oh, what y'all on tonight? What y'all trying to do? He was like, he asked me about some spots. I said, yeah, I can go here, here, or there. And I, he was like, okay, bet." I was like, so we all decided to go. Oh, man, we went to a Chicago pizza bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we went and they went like two nights in a row. Well, they said it was lit over there last oh, night. Oh, wow. So cool. It was lit over there last night. Like, okay, try somewhere else like tonight. But, um. It's like, we we, we kind of love what we love. I think we're comfortable with our yeah. culture mm-hmm. and our city yeah. and stuff. We, so we kinda, Even a lot of friends that I, um, you know, knew that and family members are like, you yeah, am going to move to Atlanta. You know, uh, I had my brother move here to Atlanta. You know, he's like, man, I got to get away from Chicago. He couldn't stay no more in a year. I had another friend that's on this chat, that's on this uh, live right now. (laughs) He tried to move down to Atlanta for a minute. I don't think he stayed more than, like, six or seven I know who that friend is. (laughs) He got up out of there,
1: huh? He got up out of there.
2: No. I was like, bro. (laughs) But, but yeah, no, I mean, it it is what it is. Chicago is one of the greatest cities in the world, so I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, I get
0: it. I think I want to move. I don't know, like, um, when or where, but, like... I don't know, like Illinois, just it's just too expensive for no reason to me. And let me tell you, you know, I don't have any kids, so it's like it's nothing keeping me here. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. let me tell you though, like, don't come out to Atlanta looking for no, no, no. I don't want. No, let me tell no, you I
0: something. Atlanta is not on my list.
2: <laughs> on my list. <laughs> oh, oh, I was about to say because I was looking at apartments. Atlanta is ridiculous on the cost of living right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, was at, I was looking at apartments earlier. Like literally, I saw a three-bedroom apartment for like four grand.
0: Wow. See, that's like, that's like, that was like, Atlanta? Wow, I just,
2: yeah. Atlanta, bro. it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it, this ain't that, this ain't what you think. <laughs> no, yeah. more. like, wow. like Atlanta, Atlanta, like in the city of Atlanta, like in the metro area, you're talking about like one bedroom apartments and studios starting off at like 15, 16.
0: Yeah. I read I read that recently that Atlanta
2: Atlanta like, is
0: like the 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 cost of living is like four uh, times higher than it was. I forgot the time frame, but they yeah. was, it's it's yeah, the, yeah we, the- we we experienced some of
2: the the highest uh, one of the highest rates of inflation in the country yeah um, and it's being driven by like people who are like investors from outside that's what they say too yeah they're they you know they put
0: that limit on the, the the Airbnb is that why they did that I saw that.
2: Yeah, they did that too because right so now like, they got it to where you can only own up to two Airbnbs too, yeah. in a, in a, in a limits, and then one of them has to be your primary residence. Yep, you have mm-hmm. to live in one of them. Um, but yeah, so but they're doing that because yeah, it's there. They're, and it's crazy because when I before I bought my town home, I had went to an auction mm-hmm. and um, because there was a place I really, really wanted and I had a bid in on I lost it. And so I went to the auction just to see because whoever they went with, their deal fell through. So it ended up going to auction anyway. I said, let me go to this auction, see how much it goes for. While I'm there at the auction, I noticed that these same four group of people were buying everything.
3: Mm.
2: Anything that came up that was worth having, that was worth buying, they bought it. They bought and it. And so they they were representing, they were there representing these hedge fund, you know, owners and stuff like that don't even live in the US you know, I want to talk to them. I'm like, why? I'm like, y'all are buying up everything. Cause I was like, well, I want to make you guys an offer on that one place. I'm like, cause I've been approved for so much. Mm-hmm. And then like, nah, we're not going to sell it for that. We're going to sell it for a lot more. And mm-hmm. I was like, no way. cause this was right when this was like 2013 going into 14 when the market was still not quite back. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, but so I, I found out from that experience, like, yo, they were, they were, they're, they're buying up everything, man. Yeah. And, um. So it just makes it hard and they're kind of pushing the price up, but then also the transplants from places like New York, la san francisco places with a higher cost of living mm-hmm. they're moving mm-hmm. here as well because since the pandemic so many more people are working remotely mm-hmm. right so now they can for a person from that that lives in la they come down here they see a six hundred thousand dollar house they were like six hundred yeah right. like, like that's cheap to them, yeah, cheap right. To them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. right you know so it's yeah it's it's just kind of pushing the market up man it's crazy
0: i need you to but before we go i need you to, to help the people my that's in atlanta When y'all get that little bit of of snow, like y'all got to stop acting like y'all about to die down here because, yeah, because even like, like we have like my coworkers that they live in Georgia Uh and they act like they can't do nothing when it like snows. I'm like, you know how much snow we get up here? Like seriously, like it's not, I mean, and I understand y'all don't have like, you know, salt trucks and things like that, that prepares the road, but it's like, if you can still see the ground, I feel like you guys can drive on it. Like, it's not that bad. Like, no, no, <laughs> like no, no, put your no. people down there to relax, okay?
2: <laughs> so, one of the things, I don't, I, I make it a little bit of but but it did it, it, get be tragic because, like, some people, like, a lot of people died, like, one of, on one of them storms. Really? Because, yeah. Like, legit, because there was one, uh, one of the first, I think it was the first one that happened when I was down here. People were stranded like on the eway, like their cars, bad
1: one. I know what you're
2: talking about. Like, they couldn't go anywhere, so some people ended up sleeping in their cars overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people were outside, whatever. I heard you know, there were reports that people like froze to death,
3: yeah.
2: Um, but the thing is, like, it's a problem more so of like infrastructure, you Mm -hmm. know. So, Chicago, like, we have the infrastructure, we have the vehicles, we have all that stuff already set, we know what to do, yeah. It happens. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't like deep snow. It was like that, like an inch and a half or two inches of snow. Yeah. But then that junk melts and it becomes black. Yeah. ice. Yeah. And so Chicago. Just stay,
0: stay at home. Don't we all
2: yeah. see stay... it Just stay at home. But Chicago, as soon as we know we're going to have a snow, the salt trucks are out there. And then right. the default trucks are out there. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping the roads clean. Atlanta doesn't have that, that type of equipment on hand. They're
0: going to have to start. Because
2: they had to borrow from other they literally had to borrow from other states. Like they had they had trucks come from Alabama and stuff like that, you know, to help, you know, clear away some of the snow. Um but yeah, because they don't they don't have it. And so because of that, they weren't prepared and it just kind of caught them off guard. But um y'all can be, be,
0: y'all, be, y'all been getting caught off guard like too many times. Like they gotta like at this point, I think everybody should know, like, okay, even in Texas, too, the same thing uh-huh. where it's less like, okay, one time I understand y'all wasn't expecting, but y'all need to start preparing for these this snow because global uh-huh. warming is real, Whether people think it's It's not. And it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's warmer everywhere. It's just the climate changes. And so the areas where like in the south where where you may not have gotten snow before, you're gonna start getting it. So y'all better start preparing, you know, now for (laughs) at least a little bit of snow because it's coming. So
2: yeah, They, they they got they gotta do that. Um, but I think they're a little bit better now. I mean, we'll see. But literally, I was I was rolling, I had an Acura MDX back then. And um, and I was, you know, just riding. I was looking at people like it was crazy. I saw an eighteen wheeler sliding back down, was crazy, the off ramp, like because yeah. he, he couldn't yeah. get up. And I was yeah. just like, and I was just riding, like I was doing my regular look. Are you from the you, you from the Chris? Yeah, you know? yeah, I was doing twenty to twenty-five, trying to make not to make no sudden stops. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to stop at this this green light that's turning yellow. I'm not breaking at all. That's that's not right. breaking at all. I'm <laughs> going all. right through. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm not getting stuck, bro. Like so, that's like right. uh, I made it home that night, man. But we had a flood. We had a crazy flood when I first moved here. I, th- I think it was '09. And um, it was it was right near my house, and I live right near Six Flags. To so tell y'all, you wouldn't believe it unless I showed you the pictures, and you could probably Google it. But the flood was so bad that some of the roller coasters at Six Flags were halfway submerged underwater. That's crazy. So imagine, imagine driving past Six Flags. Imagine driving past Great America, and you go past American Eagle, and that boy like sitting like half yeah. That's that's underwater. crazy water.
1: Yeah, that's great. Right, I can't imagine that. That's <laughs> not I know I can't
2: imagine that. But it's crazy because it's kind of how they built it, like the terrain of where they put certain roller coasters. It's mm-hmm. kind of like on a lower level. But yeah, that joint was like it's a it's a roller coaster that actually looks just like a smaller version of the American Eagle. Like that joint was like halfway mm-hmm.
0: like
2: submerged in water. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of little crazy stuff happening down here, but um uh, Yeah, Atlanta's not um
0: it's it's not, it's not it's on my list to, to visit soon, but it's not what's, list? Your list, what's your
2: list of places to move? <clears throat>
0: So at one point I did, I did, I was looking at Texas because.
2: Texas? It's a big state. Like, it's a big state. Big, I know people there already. In San Antonio, States. Austin, Dallas. Wisconsin. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's huge. Like I don't have to go like to Dallas necessarily. So it's it's a huge state. So I was looking at Texas. Okay. Um, one it's of the. Like Texas. Yeah, the upper part. So probably like, you know, I guess we're in San Antonio, like more so the upper part of Texas. Okay. Um, the Carolinas. Um I was looking at those as well. Yeah. And um, I think Phoenix. So Arizona. Arizona. Why
3: though? At that
0: why would you move I was looking? It was because my job had like locations in all those areas. So I was like, I could relocate, but now somebody wrote remotely, it doesn't really matter. So yeah. yeah. But
2: yeah, Phoenix I man. Really man. Know, I went there one time, I went there with Judah. Um we did a uh a Super Bowl party for this this big evangelical group or something like that back in like two thousand three, four,
3: something.
2: Mm-hmm. But um, and it was like again around Super Bowl time, you know, February. We talking about January, February up in there, mm-hmm. and it was like ninety some odd. Yeah, season. it's hot. You know,
0: it's like hot, that. hot all year. Yeah. Oh.
2: Like nah, not like, be around here.
0: I never experienced that, so I want to see what that look like.
2: Nah, it's none of that. You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want the problems in the summer months. You don't want. Uh,
0: yeah, probably. I, I can come back. I go somewhere else where it's cooler. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I want them problems, man. It, it was crazy, and it's dry and arid. It's just like, yeah, nah. Yeah. I want that. But anyway, top, I, was, I was about to ask one of y'all top five something. Oh, coach, you, you feel know. like. Uh, you feel like LeBron? I mean, not LeBron, but um, feel like Steph has made it into the
1: top ten all time. He's in my top ten um, now. But I told I told Tease that before. I think before uh, I think Tease, we talked about it on our episode. Was it before the playoff start or before the season started? I said if if he wins a uh, the, uh, the championship this year and wins the Finals MVP and wins the NBA MVP, I said I think now you have to start putting him in the top ten now and you're in a, of all time because of what he's accomplished but yeah he's in my top 10 he's the, he's in there now
2: yeah for me when i when people comes to that like debate i think everybody has different criteria but for me it's like this when you describe the game of basketball the objective of the game of basketball is to shoot the ball in the goal right because steph is the greatest shooter
3: mm-hmm. of
2: all time for me that's enough for him to be in the top ten like, mm-hmm. how can the person who does the objective of the game better than anyone else ever in history? How can he not be in your top mm-hmm. you know ten? people
0: that don't have him up there.
2: I know, but that, but that's what I'm saying yeah. because they, because they start looking at accolades, mm-hmm. they start looking at how many achievements does he have. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, about an achievement. But when you look at like impact and the fact again that he's the best to ever shoot the basketball, which is the objective of the game, it's like, how can he not be?
1: Yeah, I get it. Well, I'm not trying to make him go, but he got right. it. your top ten. I get ten. it. Yeah, I get it. And like, <laughs> you could make a case for it. Like, whatever. My to, to totally honest. Whatever criteria you have, that's fine. If mm. he's in your top ten, that's fine. If he's not, that's fine. But I yeah. know for me, yeah. from how I looked at stuff and what he's accomplished, he is a top ten player to me in my eyes now. Yeah. Cool. And Jordan's the GOAT. And Michael Jordan is definitely the goal. You have you have LeBron at number two. No, I don't have LeBron that high. I have Kareem at number two. I'm about to say you got Kareem at number two. My God, that's
2: my, <laughs> my cousin now, bro. My <laughs> now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, you, you put Kareem. That, that, that's how I have it. I have Kareem number two. I think I got magic number three. Um, it gets a little bit of foggy for me after that. I, I mm-hmm. definitely what, one of the things that um because there's so many little things you can start to nitpick at, but yeah. um, even the KD thing, like I don't have KD. I don't see how some people have KD above people like Hakeem. Like, how do you have – you know, I've seen rankings where KD is, like, 12 and Hakeem is, like, you know, 14 or 15. I'm just like –
1: I disagree. Like, mm-hmm. no way he could be above Hakeem. And I love KD.
2: You yeah, I, I love, I love KD, too. He's one of my favorite players, right? But I'm just like, bro, no. Nah.
0: Mm-hmm. People be stuck in the moment of, like, right now, too. So, you know,
2: yeah,
0: you don't really go back and look at those players as they should, but –
2: we we are such a like uh recency bias like culture right now. It's like I'll the last sure. is the best thing. Like that's
1: it. Prisoners of the moment. Yeah, we are. This is the, yeah. the world we live in now. We are prisoners of the moment. Yeah, this is you know. Uh uh-huh.
0: that's the time we live in. Well, Mike, I don't want to prolong your time. I know you're our
1: you're so uh, churchy. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to belong the time.
0: We're <laughs> not going
1: to belong to time. We're not going to start a uh,
0: conference. We definitely, definitely appreciate Shut up. Shut up, Corey. <laughs> we, we, definitely, we definitely appreciate you uh, coming on. Yeah. Um, and- having a conversation with us <laughs> um i just want to say you know congrats on just everything you got going on and um yeah. we definitely enjoyed the episode of rat in the kitchen if you guys haven't watched it y'all yeah. can go yeah. to y'all um it's on demand so yes. on episode yes. nine that's the episode that Rick is on for sure follow him on ig um yep. and even though i'm jealous because i haven't had any of his food and i've known him for a very long time um but i am going to I'm gonna hold him to it next time he's in Chicago, bro. we gonna we he gonna cook. We're gonna we gonna get some of his food. Is your year.
2: I I I hear, I hear in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 2022 yeah. is gonna be your year. Yeah, it
0: yeah. It's my year. So but yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all definitely follow him. And don't forget to follow us too um on Instagram and on social oh no, on Facebook, um SOT SOT Pod, uh some of the, some of that podcast. So do
1: y'all wanna shout anybody out before we close out? Shout out to the corner convo. Um, appreciate them for tuning in and listening. Um shout out to the reasonable agent podcast. Uh, we got some coming up with them um, on your birthday, Latisse. I've um, already set it up. Birth- yeah, I already boyfriend. set it up. So we <laughs> <really> <laughs> forward to that.
0: July 3rd is my birthday, but we're gonna yeah. record on I think the sixth. So for my birthday. So it's gonna be crazy. Nice. <laughs> right.
2: yeah. right. Thank y'all for having me, man. I appreciate it. You know, I enjoyed it, enjoyed the convo. You know um yeah appreciate
0: it good stuff for sure for sure y'all 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 thank y'all for listening thank y'all for commenting um mm-hmm. and those of you who didn't get it to watch the live um today uh I'll be posting it um tomorrow so you will get a chance to go back and look at it all right
1: hit that subscribe button
0: hit that subscribe button y'all
2: subscribe button
0: all right <laughs> y'all have a good one y'all too.
2: Peace. hey hey Peace.